Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Are you excited about today? Okay, I like that. You are excited about today. Yes, indeed. And I know it's not because it's Halloween either. (laughs) I know it's not, you know. It's because Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. He rules and he reigns, you know. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, Today, uh, we'll continue with our series entitled, Be Strong in the Lord. And and I know that we know that we need to be strong in the Lord, without a doubt. doubt. And it, it's uh, this part six of, of the message, and and um, we were in Ephesians uh, six, and we were talking about the uh, how to be strong, and one of the ways where we were to have on the whole armor of God, and we ended, we started and ended with verse fifteen. Uh, which says that, um, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And we said to shod your feet is basically to put on uh, shoes or to put sandals on. Or back then, that's what they were doing probably. And, and uh, we don't, uh, we do sandals also. Uh, so uh, that's what we talked about. But we also uh, gave some examples and things like that and talked about uh, reaching out. And one of the things I wanted to make sure is that uh, you didn't go away discouraged last week uh, because uh, sometimes when, when some examples are given or whatever may be said, and one thing I, I said is that uh, well, I was talking about our baptistry, uh, which uh, some know know exactly where it is, um, and some don't. Uh, and I said that um, that um, we haven't baptized people in a while, you know, in a, in a while. And that was not to insinuate that um, that since we haven't baptized anybody, the assumption would be that nobody is witnessing to anybody. That was not my intent. And it was surely not my intent to say that uh, since we haven't had any baptisms, that means that you are in fault because you're not witnessing and you haven't saved anybody, so therefore we don't have anybody baptized. And that was not the intent at all. And so I hope, I hope you know that because I went away encouraged myself because uh, I try to use myself as an, as an example, and I told you, you don't, you don't have an uh, evangelistic pastor. Uh, you just don't, and uh, uh, that's not my gift. But uh, that doesn't alleviate and eliminate me being an outreach person because we all have to outreach. We all have to do that. We all have to pray, even though you might not have the gift of prayer. We all have to give, even though you might not have the gift of giving. We all have separate, separate gifts, um, but um, I hope that you understand that I didn't mean, mean that. So uh, now today's message 
is. And if you did go away discouraged, forgive me because that's, that's not me. My, my, matter of fact, my gift is encouragement. One of them is, is, is encouragement. Uh, that's what I do. Uh, uh, that's what I've been doing when I even was not a Christian because when I coached, that, that was my job to to uh, get the most out of the players that that, w- that was um, I had on my team and at the school, and so I had to encourage all the time because y- you have to know that when when the athlete is training, it's hard, it's hard on the flesh, and so you have to encourage them to uh, keep going in spite of uh, the pain and things like that. So that, that's 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 my gift when I was. Unsaved is my gift now that I'm saved. Uh, it, it's, it's just a gift. I, I like to encourage people. So I hope you are encouraged. I hope you're encouraged. Okay? Um, and if, 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 um, if you believe what I said last week, which is that um, I had to change my message because God wanted me to teach on, on evangelism some, and uh, guess what the message is about today? Evan- the same thing, evangelism. There you go, evangelism. Okay? It, it is evangelism. Now, um, one thing that, that's very important in evangelism that it, it, it's, it's, it's a, it should be a natural thing. It should be a natural thing for us, and that's what I want it to be. I want it to be very, very natural. So let's go to uh, Isaiah uh, 52. Uh, seven, that's a scripture that we used last week, and I want to start off with that because that's the title of the message today. The title of the message is, How Lovely Are the Feet of Him Who Brings Good News. And, and so God, God says that it's lovely. Anybody who's taken the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, to others, it is a good thing. How lovely are their feet who take it. And, and so uh, if, if he's saying that, uh, then I, I want to do that. And, and uh, so we're going we're gonna to have something today that we can go away and pray about too uh, because it's, it's, it's very good. Um, verse 7. How lovely are the, on, on, on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news who announces peace and brings good news of happiness and announces salvation. Yes, yes, yes. And says to Zion, your God reign. And, and he, 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 not only to Israel, but he says to us, our God reign. Our God reign. He really does. He reigns. And, and I'm, I'm so thankful for somebody reaching out uh, to me. And it's not always uh, me telling somebody that, hey, this is, this is what, what I want you to do. Repeat after me. I want you to do this right here, do this and say this and say that. Sometimes it's just a matter of giving somebody a card that has a church address on it. Sometimes it's, it's just doing just a little thing because um, 
Minerva and I, my wife, uh, Miss Dorsey kept our children when they were little. And um, I was looking for a church, even though she didn't know it at one time. Uh, I was looking for a church cause, because Minerva told me uh, that I needed to go to church because, <laughs> because my first child was born, Ivy. And, um, and, and, you know, I was not interested in going to church. Really was not interested. Uh, but I went because I loved her. And so, therefore, I went to church. Uh, but I didn't like the church. Um, and, and it, I mean, it was a good church. And it still is a good church. Uh, but it's just that it was not my style. Uh, so, uh, so what, what happened was that I told Miss Dorsey about it. And um, she said, well, won't you come to my church? I said, where is your church? She said, uh, my church is this, 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 and it's in the back of Robert's Piano Company. I said, where? She's in the back of Robert's Piano Company. I said, well, y'all don't have a building? No, we don't have a building. Oh, okay. But I went out of respect for Ms. Dorsey, but I figured I'm not going to like that. And uh, they get me back there in, in, in some room, boy, they won't let me out. I'm not, I don't like that stuff, you know. Uh, uh, but I went, and, and I, I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the teaching, i put it that way. I enjoyed the praise and worship, which you know. Uh, I, 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 I did enjoy the teaching because they opened the Bible and said, okay, let's read this verse and explain some things. And I've never been to a church like that because I, I grew up. Uh, in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, Ebenezer Baptist Church, where my mother took me. And um, all I knew was uh, preaching. Uh, and I thought that's what, what you know it was, and I thought every church was like that. And this one was not. It was teaching. And I said, I want to come back, but I just don't like the worship. So... Because um, we stood too long, and, and, and you know, I was I was very carnal. Matter of fact, I wasn't saved, which which I told some of you I, I was not I was not saved, and that was the problem. See, uh, uh, but but the thing is that she invited me. Do you hear what I'm saying? And, and sometimes people won't invite others. And and I I was talking to one of our members. Um, and and I I think now I think George you don't mind me telling do you? Okay, George George okay okay okay. Um, he gave me an okay sign okay. So that's, that's good. Uh, George came here, and George, how did you know about this church? Uh, it's not this church. It was by another name, Faith Christian Fellowship. Um, but um, how did you come out? Did you see it on the internet? Did you did you what? How did you find about? Okay, you were what now? In, invited. He was invited by Sam Dawson. You and who? Okay, so you told on Lord. See, Lord might not. Have. Did you ask Lord? Could you say that? Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I just get. I just get. I just get. Lord, 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 Lord is good. He, he's good. He's good. Um, Lord was invited by Sam. 
You were invited by Sam. I was invited by Miss Dorsey. And so a lot of times, uh, see, y'all were already saved, but I was not. You see, and, and the thing is that, that you don't know who's saved, who's not saved. You, all you need to do is invite somebody. And she didn't, she didn't take the Bible out and, and, and try to, you know, uh, teach me something or anything like that or, or leave me to it. She just invited me to her church. And sometimes that's all that needs to be done. And the Lord will take it from there. You see? He'll take it from there. And so uh, don't think that you have to be this great evangelist to reach out. You don't have to be that. And, and, and uh, Ms. Dorsey didn't know uh, that uh, she was inviting someone who would later on get saved. She didn't know that. Uh, but I did. And so you won't know that either. So the thing is that even if you don't say anything to anybody, just invite somebody, and, and, and that'll be good. Be real good. Okay, now let's go to John uh, 17. Let's look there. John chapter, the Gospel of John, chapter 17, verse 18. Now, sometimes you may think that to reach out, we need somebody, an evangelist here. That's what we need, an evangelist. They can, they can do the work of an evangelist, and then, then we'll be all right. You know? And it would be good if the pastor did the work of an evangelist, because I saw that in the Bible too, see? If he do the work, then I don't have to do anything. But that's not what God says here. It's not what God says. He says in John chapter 17, and this is one of the longest prayers that's recorded that, that Jesus uh, uh, did. In verse 18, it says, As you sent me, into the world, and this is Jesus talking now. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. Now he's talking about his, his disciples, of course, uh, but we all are his disciples, are we not? We're his disciples, we're the disciples of Jesus Christ. So, so therefore, the thing that's important is that, that I want you to know, God wants us to know, that we all are sent by him to reach out to a world that's unsaved. That's what he wants us to do. And it, it's not just a few, it's everybody. And you just think about that now. Just think about that. Now, God has um, disciples, and let's say back then, he his just his 12 disciples when he had what they was with him. And then we know he had 120 and all like that and more. But the thing is that if it was just left to them, we wouldn't be here probably. Because it's only a few of them. And with everybody being sent, with everybody reaching out, that means that we're talking about all of Christianity all over the world are reaching out to others around them. God has put us strategically in places. It's not by accident that you are where you live at. And isn't it such a great thing? And, and I told Pam that uh, the other night. Uh, I, said, I said, Pam, thank you so much for, for uh, encouraging me to uh, not be stagnant in my reaching out. 
because we reached out to, Minerva did, I didn't. She reached out to the neighbors in our neighborhood on Rotherwood Road. Uh, uh, and, um, and she invited her neighbors to our house. And, and I think you were going to do a Bible study, I think, you know, uh, with, with, with the ladies. And, and that's bold now, if you know Minerva. That, that's bold for her to do that, you see. That, that's bold for her to do that. But here's Pam inviting her, her neighbors over to her house uh, to eat a little something, get to know one another and all that kind of stuff because um, she wants to reach out. And that's great, isn't it? And, and how many places has God put this congregation? Just this congregation. Not talking about the one down the street. Not because he's put them everywhere. He's put, he's put Christians everywhere. Just think now. You have a job. Most of us do have a job. And so, and everywhere we go in Lynchburg, there are people. Everywhere we go, there are people. We have relatives. We have neighbors. We have uh, co-workers. And just think now, all of us reaching all places that we go, that is a lot of people being reached. And you say, well, we might not say, I might not say everything to somebody. See, because when I taught at Glass, I couldn't, in, in, in Lincoln and, and Paul Monroe and I taught a lot of different places, uh, I couldn't say anything about Jesus because they wouldn't let me say anything about Jesus. But see, nobody can stop you from living like a Christian. Right? And, and, and see, it has to go together. You, you not only do you have to talk it, but you have to what? Walk it, you see. And, and really, what you do speaks louder, and what you say, it speaks louder than just your words, you see, the life that we live. And so people know that there's a difference. Let's go to Acts chapter 26. Let's go there. Because that, that, that's a, 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 an example. And I want to go over six things, at least six things that, that um, he's telling us. We're going to be Acts 26, starting in verse 1. And now this is an account of, of the, the Apostle Paul. And he was headed one place. He ended up another place. And now he's before Agrippa, the king. And he's, the, the essence of the first part of it, he, he, he's trying to explain to him uh, why he was doing what he was doing uh, because the, the Jews didn't want him doing what he was doing. And verse 9 says, So then I thought to myself that I had to do many things hostile to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. So he thought that. Verse 10 and this is just what I did. In Jerusalem, not only did I lock up many of the saints in prison, having received authority from the chief priests, but also when they were uh, being put to death, I cast my vote against them. And was I... And, and, and as I punished them, often, 
Now, now this is what he's doing now. In all the synagogues, I tried to force them to blaspheme. And being fiercely enraged at them, I kept pursuing even to foreign cities. So this is where we pick up where we, uh, uh, the story was said in verse 12. While I was in, in, engaged as, as I was journeying to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priest, verse 13, at midday, O king, I saw, uh, I, I, I saw on the way a light from heaven. It says, brighter than the sun. That was a bright light. Shining all around me and those who were journeying with me. And when we had all fallen uh, to the ground, uh, that's power, isn't it? I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew dialect, Saul, Saul. Why have you pers- why, why, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to prick against the goat. Now, some said prick. Um, some version. Verse 15. And I said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said to me, now he's already changing his, his tune. See. Uh, he said uh, to the Lord, The Lord said to me, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. So that means when you're persecuting those who he sent, you're persecuting, who, who are you persecuting? Jesus. You see? That's who you persecute. And it says that, uh, he said, but get up. But get up. So that means he was still on the ground. But get up and stand on your feet. For this purpose, I have appeared to you to appoint you a minister and a witness, not only uh, to the things which you have seen, but also uh, to the things of the things which I will appear to you. Now, what did he, he, he say to Paul? Number one was he said to him, I want you to get up now and I'm appointing you. Now, some versions might, might say it's a little different, uh, but it says that a minister, and some might say a preacher, um, whatever, but it says a minister and a witness. Now, so what is he doing? He's saying, okay, Paul, I don't want you to go back, and I'm not telling you, that, you know, uh, you know that, that, that all these things, I'm going to send you. I'm, I'm going to send you. I'm going to commission you. I'm going to send you as a witness. Now, is, is, this, this is the first thing we, I, I want to go over today, uh, is that one thing we can learn by this, this passage here, as we're going through it, that God sends us. He sends us. And if he, if he sends us, that means that he is commissioning us to go. That's what he's doing. He didn't say now, okay, I want you to go back to your house, and I'm going to send a lot of people to your house. 
and I want you to witness him. Now, he's sending him somewhere. He's sending him somewhere. Now, we know that God can send people to your house, right? Because I know that, 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 that I came to Ms. Doris's house, um, and that's how she witnessed to me by giving me a, uh, tell him, inviting me somewhere. Uh, so uh, she didn't come to my house. I went to her house. And she was such a good cook, I kept going there. <laughs> I really did. And she'll tell you, I, you know, uh, I did. She didn't know I didn't have nothing to eat at home, you know. <laughs> I didn't have no lunch and stuff because uh, a lot of times we practiced uh, late. Uh, Ms. Wasser had to practice late. Uh, but I went over to Ms. Dorsey's house, and she, she had mercy on me. Thank you, Ms. Dorsey. Have mercy on me, you know. I really appreciate it. Appreciate that. But see, he sent Miss Dorsey. He sent Sam. He commissioned Sam. He commissioned Miss Dorsey because they invited us. We are still here. We're still here. And and one of the three got saved. And I'm so thankful uh, for that. Now. Does he want to use all of us? Yes, he does. He wants to use all of us. He wants to commission all of us. And he has already done that because we already read it. You remember we read it? He says that in, in one of the prayers, he said, as, I have, as you have sent me, so I send what? You. And that you is all of us. He sent us. He's commissioned us to go forth wherever we are. Sometimes we may think that um, where... The things that happen in, in, our, in our day might be uh, uh, different than how we planned it. And sometimes it is that way. It is that way. But sometimes there, there, there's uh, just divine appointments that God may have. And, and, and this, is, this is another way that, that Lisa, uh, I hope you don't mind me talking about you, Ms. Dawson. And if you do, too bad. Okay, so <laughs> uh, it, another thing Ms. Dawson told me she does. When she goes to the grocery store, and all of us go to the grocery store, you know, when the price is going up, we might stop. But, but, but she goes to the grocery store, and she looks and is sensitive to the Holy Spirit to show her somebody, you see. Wouldn't it be nice if we prayed that way before we went somewhere, like we might have to get gas, we might have to go to, to get somebody, we might have to do a lot of things. We pray and say, God. God, you know, uh, it'd be good if we prayed before we even left home, wouldn't it? It'd be good to pray to God. You know, I have this plan here, and, and, and uh, you know, I plan on going to church. I plan on going out to eat afterwards. I plan on doing this right here. I plan on going back home. Uh, but, we, but God, you intervene, and you send me where you want me to go. You encourage me. You, I want to be sister to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead me where you want me to go. Because I see in Scripture, and you do too, that sometimes here's the men of God, they're going somewhere, and he's, oh, no, don't, don't go there. Go somewhere else. And then they have to turn. They can't, they, they can't go there because God tells them, no, I got a plan for you. It's not your plan, but it's my plan. And they end up somewhere, and a whole bunch of people get saved because they are sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So we need to, we need to, don't look at every detour as a detour 
that, that we can get irritated with, it might be somewhere of doing or seeing somebody that God wanted you to see, that God wanted you to just say something to. Do you know that people need just a smile sometimes? They're going through some things, you see, and we don't know it. And so if, if, if we're there, just be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, what he's trying to get you to do. He might say, well, um, do you see uh, uh, John, that, 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 that late over there? Okay, I want you to give her uh, $5. What? And, you know, just give her $5. And, and, and you do it, that later might not have, she might have been in that grocery store, didn't have any money, but she had a child at home to need food, need some medicine or something, and didn't have any money. And, and she, was, she was praying, God, send somebody by. I'm going to go to the store, but I don't have much. Send somebody by. Can God do it? Absolutely, he can do it. So we have, we have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, uh, to what he's asking us to do. And, and it doesn't have to be no great, uh, you know, taking your Bible and opening the Bible. And all you have to do is just be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. That's all he had to do. You know, he's not going to use you in such a way where he's not, he just hasn't gifted you. You know, he's not going to do that because he loves you. He knows what he's, he's doing. Uh, so so that, that's, that's one thing there is that we are all been sent and appointed to go and do some things for, for Christ. That's what it says here. We're, 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 we're there. Now, this is verse, verse 16. And to witness not only uh, to the things in which you have seen, but also to the things in which um, I will appear. Verse 17. Rescue or rescuing you from the Jewish people and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you. So he's sending us uh, to, to our neighbors, to co-workers, to relatives, to whoever. Verse 18, to open their eyes. Oh, my goodness gracious. To open their eyes. Now, the question will be, how in the world can I or you open somebody's eyes? How can we open somebody's eyes? You say, well, oh, we don't know whether, what do you mean, open somebody's eyes anyway, you know? Well, let's look at it. Let's hold our place there. Let's go to Second Corinthians chapter, chapter 4. Let's go there, and, and we'll see a little something here that um, he was saying. I'm going to start in verse 3. Here it says, And even if our gospel is, is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Verse 4. In whose case the God of this world has blinded the eye, the minds of the unbelievers. Who's blinded the eyes of the unbelievers? Okay, the God of this world. Okay, the God of this world. Satan has blinded the eyes of the unbelievers. Why did he do that? So that <laughs> they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. 
God, uh, see, God wants people saved. God wants people's eyes open. Satan does not want people saved. He does not want their eyes open. So he's trying to keep everybody blind to the fact that Jesus Christ is the way, he's the truth, he's the life. He wants, he wants nobody to say anything to anybody. He'll, he, he'll, he'll, he'll tell you, you, you'll say, well, it seems like now, here's a person right here that, that maybe I can just say, hello, how are you doing? And, but I'm not going to do that because they might curse me out. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But that, that not going to do that might be from the enemy. You see? It might be from the enemy. Because it might be the Holy Spirit saying, I, w- I want you to just say hello to this person. That's all. Just say hello to this person. So that's what I, I, I try to do um, when, when I go to the grocery store. There, there, there are two ladies in that grocery store, older ladies, that um, they seem to be having a bad day every single day I go there. <laughs> and I know it's, cause they, I know it's not because they just saw me. You know, so my, so I said, well, I'm going to say something to him. So I try to make a point to say something to him because um, my mentor told me uh, a long time ago, Jerry Day, he there was, used to be my mentor. He, he said, hey, look, well, you're going to have to expand your acquaintances. You just can't uh, be concerned about you and yours, you know, your family, your job around your people. You got to be concerned about other people too and and you say well i don't know other people and 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 he's saying well well look what you need to do is expand your your acquaintance don't you go to to um to get gas every day don't you go to the store sometime do you know that there are people working that store if there are people working that store and you're there every time why don't you try to say something to somebody say hello or something you know you, you don't have to hold on a long conversation because they have a job to do but all you have to do is be nice. That's all you have to do. Be nice. And and they might be they'll say, well, you know, this person speaks to me all the time. And, and, and uh, you know, that, that, that's really good. You might make their day. But I speak to these ladies all the time. I say, well, oh, isn't it a great day? Hmm, it's not no great day. I said, I said, why isn't it a great day? Hey, oh, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. And I do the same thing to the same, same two ladies because I know they are going through some things. And one time, I got the opportunity to, to, to uh, interact a little bit with her. She, she said, you know, uh, I had to get here. I had to do all these things. And, and, and now, if you, if you come back later, I'll be feeling better because I've already gotten um, most of the stuff I had to do. I'm, I got net done. Uh, and, and, and you just catch me when I'm at my busiest time. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not feeling good when I got all this work to do. Well, you know, she probably doesn't want to be there anyway. It's your older lady, you know, because uh, I was thinking, my God, um, what am I going to do once I do uh, 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 not uh, do what I'm doing now? I don't want to grab bag, bag groceries, you know. Who said you had to do that? I said, I can't do anything else. You think they're going to hire me to be a, a physical ed teacher at 74? Well, who said you got to be a physical ed teacher? Yeah. Don't you trust me? So there are people who are working 
that don't want to be there. But they don't have no choice. And so you might make their day. Now all I'm doing is throwing some things out here because we are not very, I am, not uh, like I should be. And I want you all to be praying for me because I need to outreach more. And so uh, uh, Minerva can tell you, uh, when, 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 when I got in the hospital for that, that month, I was in the hospital after brain surgery, I, I tell you, I got to know the CNAs. I got to know the people who, who cleaned up. I got to know everybody. You know, ask Eddie, because he, he, was, he was one of the ones up there um, that was nursing. And um, I enjoyed my time. You know, I enjoyed my time uh, because I wasn't sick. I just had brain surgery. I mean, and I, but I wasn't sick, you know. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't read. I couldn't write. I didn't know how to tell time, but I enjoyed myself <laughs> because I was around people. I was around people, you know, and, and um, so... I got to know the nurses, and I, I, I would ask them, uh, uh, I said, well, do you have a prayer request? And they, they knew I was, uh, I was a pastor, you know, and, and they, oh, yes, uh, well, if you'll pray for my son, if you'll do this. And I had a prayer list for, I had a ministry going on in there, you know. Uh, so, so don't take things as, as, you know, oh, man, this is terrible. And, and you be grumpy, like the, leader, like the people at the grocery store, don't be grumpy because they... See Christ in you, you see, and and they they ask you, would you pray for this? Would you pray for that? And and I still have, I still pray for people. I still pray for people, and so that that that's one of those things that that's okay, God. I want to do that. Then I, I I want to do that. I want to open some blind eyes, but I still can't open blind eyes though, because Satan blinds the eyes. I know you want them open, but see. It's not our job to open the blind eyes, you see. It says that. He sent them to open blind eyes. But he's just, he's just saying, I want to use you. I want to use you. I'm going to open the eyes. But see, you, what you need to do is just do what I asked you to do. I want you to be a witness to me. For me. By, 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 by your lifestyle, by the way you talk, by, the, by you know, the way you carry yourself, you know, all those things. Uh, I want you to be a witness. And, and then I will open their eyes. It needs both of those things going on. I said, oh, God, this is really good, man. I, I like this, and I like this. Um, and let me go to the next one. I'm going to skip over one of the verses. I'm going to skip, skip, skip over that. One thing was the be appointed a witness, another thing is to be sent, another thing is to open eyes, and be used by God to open eyes. Then it says, let's go over a little further here. He says that in verse 18, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are 
not seen, for the things that are seen are momentary. I said, okay. Uh, I said, hmm, I have, I have done something that's not too good. I said, well, okay. Uh, I'm in, I'm supposed to be, in Acts 26, and I'm over here in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. Let me go back to where I'm supposed to be. Acts 26. Now, now I'm thrilled. Now I'm where I'm supposed to be. Okay. Now, now, now y'all be nice to me now because it's a witness to me. Okay. Uh, so that, that fool, he's still, not, not only did he have brain damage, but, but he still got it. <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't do that. Be nice to me now because y'all are Christians. Okay. Yeah. Now, it, it, it says here, uh, it says that in verse 18, to open blind eyes so they may see. Uh, now, listen to what it says here. May turn, the, the eyes going to be open. Why are the eyes going to be open? In verse 18 now, to open the eyes, their eyes, so that they may turn from darkness to light. So God's going to open the eyes as we witness to people. He's going to open the eyes. And why is he opening the eyes? So that they can turn from darkness to light. Listen to what it says also. And from the dominion of who? Satan to God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins and inherit among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. So what he wants us to do, not only does he want us to go, not only does he want us to witness, not only does he want us to be used to open eyes, the blind eyes, uh, uh, because he's going to use us to do that, but he's going to open their eyes so that they can now, if, 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 if I'm in darkness, I don't know I'm in darkness. I did not know I was in darkness when I came to this church. It has another name, Faith Christian Fellowship, but it's the same church, uh, just a different name. And I, I thought I was in the light. I thought other people were in darkness. Honestly, I really did. I really did. I thought they were in darkness because they were doing things that I know that Christians don't supposed to be doing, but they went to church, and I said, well, they're in darkness, you know. And so I'm not, I'm not going to church because if I go to church, then I'm going to be just like them. I don't want to. If, if, if that's what church does, I don't want to go to church. So I didn't go to church. But I didn't know I was in darkness. I didn't know that. And see, what God wanted to do is put me in a position where he's going to open my eyes and I'll see, oh, there's light. My goodness gracious, that's a big difference. I was in darkness and didn't know it. And so, and, and so that's what, the, that's what the, the Word of God does. The Word of God will open your eyes. And that, that, that's, where, that's what the church did for me. It was telling me about hell. It was telling me that, uh, uh, he said, if, if you're not saved, you're going to go to hell. And it's going to be burning 
Now I said, oh, I said, I don't like cold. I don't like cold. I don't like cold, but I don't like heat either like that, you know. And, 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 and so I said, I'm going to read the Bible and see what it says, see if this thing be true. And so I started reading, but I didn't understand it. So then I had somebody ask me, I asked Sam, hey, Sam, what does it mean? Why do people raise their hands? Why do people stand so long? Why do people, I was asking all these silly questions uh, because I was in darkness. But as soon as the word came, I said, oh, oh. And so then I gave my life to Christ. And then, see, I'm now saved. And that's what, there's so many out there, I'm telling you, there's so many out there that are just the same way as I was. They are lost. They are in darkness. And God is saying, I want to send you. I want to send you. And I said, well, God, you know, I, 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 I'm not eloquent. I don't know a lot, but I do know one thing. I, I don't want anybody going to hell because I read what it's like, fire and brimstone. And I, I, I don't want any of that stuff and for them because you saved me. I want you to use me to maybe witness to somebody else. And so I said, well, uh, okay, God. Send me then. Send me. And what, 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 what are we all going to say? Are we all going to say, don't send me. Don't send me. You know? Or are we going to say, send me, Lord? You know? Okay. Now, you all said it now, right? Uh, is, is that, were you just talking? Did y'all mean it? Okay. Okay now. Okay. Okay. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.